0: Disclaimer What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off topic ranting. You have been warned.
1: Leo DiCaprio should play the <coughs> Willa Michael beat Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Her Jake Jelly used to smoke the <coughs> <we> sweetshirt. <should. coughs> We're about to talk about bullshit yeah, yeah, pictures Leo yeah, DiCaprio yeah, should play the yeah, winner
0: yeah, Michael
1: yeah, B. Jordan yeah, today, my yeah, sister Her name yeah, yeah, the smoke and she's We're about to yeah. talk about bullshit pictures
0: yeah, Welcome to the show <laughs> <laughs>
1: Your favorite actor, my favorite actor, our Our favorite favorite actor. Actor. Is is that my
2: voice or is the
1: microphone (laughs) a little more?
2: I don't know. I just heard myself talking. I didn't like the way it sounded. But (laughs) anywho, you already know this This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit, the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies. But get off subject and get to talk about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might mention the individuals who make up the name of this here. John, it is your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea B. That's in the third, aka Slim Nady, aka Slim Pickens, aka Robert Balmain Jr., aka Belly Rollin', aka Nate Yawine, aka Fresh J Nate, as the streets like to call me, aka Rowan.
1: <laughs> Du, 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 du. Joaquin worth, aka Pusher K, aka Kai Dollar Sign, aka Kai Nanya, Fix My Life, Van Zant, Kai Glizzy, Knife Guy, Young Black Phillip Lil M.F. Doom, Fossil Man, the Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Kaianya Taylor Joy Station wagner K, aka the Slide King,
2: because we I slide in people's DMs. We know, Nike, dudes. DMs. Nike, ah,
1: oh, this dude, Nike uh. flip flops, Jordan flops. Don't make me get into the Adidas game.
0: Good God. Chadwick
1: Flossman, Don Saldaña, Brie Larson, Chris Prada, Tad, and I. Um, this man just did a Breakfast Club interview. Dang. Sitting down with a. Uh, couldn't think of a Kai ludicrous type mixture. So I'll just get to the fact that this is Kai <clears throat> Sweet lady, Whoa,
2: would, would you be, be my, my sweet love for, love for a lifetime? Time I'll,
0: I'll be there when you need me. me. Just call and receive me.
2: Boom. All right, let's jump into this episode—the big fiftieth that I just almost forgot.
1: Oh yeah, what big, pl- big Dang, I ain't got no. Yeah,
2: what big plans we got for y'all? Uh,
1: Nothing. I mean- <laughs> Dang, of, this ain't like that episode when I had a song ready for everything.
2: <laughs> this is what happens on the podcast where we come unprepared for the big ones. We mm. come unprepared, so what you get on the spot is what you gonna get. Yeah, I ain't <laughs> like that sentence came out. But anywho, Franklin, you see the uh, since the past episode? It
1: is the 50th.
2: Yeah. I bumping this in the car just a couple hours ago. It's your birthday. That's fun. the
1: closest thing I can
2: think of for Move My shoulder's this. You knew it, huh? Beep. I <laughs> should have bumped this on my birthday, but <laughs> I don't, so.
1: Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I was going to try to have this as some background, <laughs> but when that boy is Nate Dawg is come R.I.P.
2: Let's go, 50. I just want to chill
1: and
2: So my 745, you drive me crazy, Nathan.
1: Huh? You I
2: used to be on the bus. Now. When <laughs> you play the radio, this uh, would come off. I'd take my good old time getting off. <laughs> What'd you say, Nate, dog? Girl, it's easy to love me now. <laughs> would you love me if I was down? and out would you still still have have love love for me girl (laughs) we need nate dog back this dude will have hit songs (laughs) it would be right now it's ty dolla sign everybody getting on the hooks which Uh is getting annoying (laughs) don't don't overdo him already please jesus
1: well yeah i saw i saw one movie at the theaters i watched anything at home but I saw life before it was going to disappear theaters.
2: Yep, which probably once fastening or fading the fear comes with
1: 4000 plus theaters. I wouldn't have saw it, but I was looking to see the Blu-ray release date and I couldn't see nothing coming up, so I like <laughs> let me just see it now. <laughs> saw that movie. I was all right. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those
2: it's one of those type of movies either. Yeah,
1: it's not ain't it make me mad like it wasn't terrible
2: or nothing. It's not what you expect from a Jake Gyllenhaal flick.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's what the odd thing was. It started off like, it's taking a little longer than I liked to boat up. Then when it hit its peak, then it was, all right, now we moving. Then once that finished, we had about 30 minutes of film left. <laughs> and it was slowing down. Jake Gyllenhaal wasn't acting like himself, it felt like. Man, they didn't give, uh, give,
2: give him and Rebecca Ferguson much to do besides Yeah, Rebecca
1: run. Ferguson was nearly... She wasn't seen until the final yeah. 40, 30, 40 minutes of that movie.
2: They could have easily replaced those characters it or could those have been actors. Anybody. With it surely could have me. been
1: somebody other than Ryan Reynolds because yeah. it was his humor. But at the same time, he left us <laughs> very quickly, very speedy. That was unfortunate. Yeah, When it got to the part like the monster or whatever, the alien, that built up real fast. And that kept me entertained. But then once it stopped, oh, man, this ain't the same movie, really. Because it was that tiny little thing. Broke the black dude's arm. Cow cows. Snuck out. Uh, stabbed some. I don't remember what happened after that. Then he grew bigger. Then he went ahead and tore Ryan Reynolds up after he decided to have a spaz attack with that that fire gun. <laughs> yeah. Burning up all that. Making stupid mistakes. Then it killed him. And I don't care if this is a spoiler alert. I should have said that beforehand. Ain't nobody seen this movie. Yeah. It uh, got him, got bigger. Then I don't remember the rest that happens. But yeah, that part was good. But then then it wrapped up with this little second half of the movie. It needed more people. Yeah. Because when it got down to two. Yeah, was everybody like, else flew by fast. There was only, what, six
2: people? Five, six? Six. Got Ryan, the girl that died out in space, Rebecca, Jake, black dude in the foreigner. Yep, sexually. Six Six. Yep, and so the black dude immediately got his hand destroyed.
1: Then he <laughs> eventually died. His body was getting tore up. Uh huh. Then you had Ryan Reynolds died on that scene. Uh, you had the the leader foreign lady. She died by choice, basically, because <laughs> if that was me, that door'd have been unlocked. <laughs> like, I, everybody's going down well, with me. If
2: I'm dying, we all dying. Yeah, she
1: went. Then the Chinese dude tried to pull us some slick stunts or whatever he was doing. <laughs> slick stunts. Then, then he made the mistake of going to the thing that he thought was an escape, whatever shuttle. That he was out of here. I'll say sna- I say snap, that bad boy snatched him up out of there. Then you had left with Jake Gyllenhaal, who truly didn't come off the screen as Jake Gyllenhaal and Rebecca Ferguson. And she was, like, boring in it. (laughs) (laughs) And then they did the old switcheroo. She got, she, this thing hit the satellite or whatever. So she was still orbiting in space. Jake Gyllenhaal landed on Earth in the water where that looked disgusting How it was all wrapped yeah. around him That gave me a heebie jeebies
2: <laughs> I like that though I like that dark ending where... Yeah I wanted that Yep World's gonna die Or everybody's gonna die Cause uh-huh. He was it screaming no. Them
1: Chinese people Whatever they were Didn't take his cue Didn't yeah. care that didn't Some hear slimy disgusting stuff Was in there I like that type of stuff <laughs> Yeah that's in their favorite movies <laughs> So yeah Saw that movie
2: yeah, it was a, it was a good, it was a cool, good movie. Like I said, yeah, it would definitely benefited from more people. Could have been just as long, mm-hmm. but with more people, you mm-hmm. know, more options or more uh, chances for entertainment instead of, you know, dealing with the process of running away. But. Yeah. It's all it was, good. It was
1: better than legit the last three to four movies i think. seen.
2: Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah so for, it's kind of been a lackluster year, kind of for movies so far. I mean, the ones at the top. Well nope, strong. Yeah, <laughs> Split and uh, Get Out, yeah, Logan, Lego Batman movie.
1: Then you get Before I Fall, Power Rangers. Rangers it's man. like Before I Fall and Bubble Experiment was movies that. We went to... See, it wasn't, like, the one that's in your face where, like, I see
2: that, but... <laughs> we chose those. I expected better from that, but, you know, it happens. Darn you, James Gunn. But, all right, myself. Uh Watched a couple movies at home, but only went to the theater and saw one flick, and that was Wilson, with your boy uh, Woody Harrelson, or one of our past guests. She got a little, uh... A little weird obsession uh, with this yeah, fella yeah, and no his tricks. his ball head, <laughs> but um, this movie wasn't as funny as I thought it was gonna be. It was like it was it was entertaining kind of, but it was like really all over the place, and his plot was zany in a way that was just like I wish you would like slow down a little bit. <laughs> it was just jumping from this plot to this plot to this plot, and it just uh, just really wasn't what I was expecting. Expecting to see I was expecting to see, you know, more of a centered plot with, you know, different things happening. But it went from him, like trying to find his daughter, then he finds his daughter, and then he finds or he finds his ex wife and they find their daughter, they spend time with them, then that leads to something else, then he goes from there, then that leads to something else. So I was expect expecting it to settle down a little bit more and be funnier. Woody Harrelson was trying to keep the movie together, but even at times, he wasn't, you know, wasn't doing all the all the, the best job he could have did. There was, like, some emotional moments in the movie that I couldn't tell if I should be laughing at or not because <laughs> the way he was delivering it seemed like, like, is this supposed to be, like, seriously funny or seriously emotional? I don't know. <laughs> Thank. But, yeah, so I was a little let down by this movie. I was reminded that this was a graphic novel once the movie went off. So, I mean, I guess that kind of... Uh, could, uh, explains why the movie the way it was, but when I think of graphic novels, I usually think of some sort of action or some Something sort of violence. It, yeah, that makes it appear like... As if it should be a graphic novel, not a uh, novel. book. Novel, <laughs> <Regular book. laughs> So that was kind of <laughs> weird because there was literally nothing violent in this movie. So, you know, not, nothing graphic of any so i was a little
1: thrown off by that but i'm gonna type in boring graphic novels and <laughs> wilson come
2: up, <right laughs> up. so that was that then i continued the blue way marathon in honor of the fate and the furious coming out this friday had to watch the fast and furious movies that i had which is only two you only really should own like maybe three or four. Three or four, four chops. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I own two, and that's Fast and Furious Six and Furious but you Seven. You see them
1: all for the storyline. Yeah. I knew it. You got to understand, but... And watch them in order. One, two, four, boom, five. Boom. boom. Was six.
2: Hey, one, two, four, five, five six, six, three, three, three seven, seven. There you eight. go. <laughs> and then the Fate and the Furious. So. Starting with Fast and the Furious Six, this is uh, a great action flick. One of the one of the main ones that helped the movie in with its renaissance. Fast and the Furious, you know, it was like okay, this is getting pretty good. Fast Five was like dang, they took this, they took this franchise that was about racing cars to another level. Then mm-hmm. Fast and the Furious Six I was like all right, we stepping it up. Had a dope chase scene. Uh, uh, Introduced us to Owen Shaw and his crew. A chase scene that led to many of crashes <laughs> with our uh, main family coming mm-hmm. away with zero scratches.
0: <laughs> there is another do- <laughs>
2: There is another dope chase scene on the freeway that, you know, gave us some insight into Dominic Toretto, a.k.a. Vin Diesel's superhuman strength where he was able to jump from one car on one side of the freeway, catch Letty midair <laughs> and land on the I opposite side of a freeway with zero scratches. Then you come to the end of the film where they're uh, trying to take down Owen Shaw's plane. That led to, you know, Gal Gadot's, her character, dying by falling off of a uh, moving car. And then Owen Shaw's, uh, you know, Luke Evans's character, falls out of a plane. But once you come <laughs> to figure out in Fury 7, he's still alive. That uh-huh. lets me know that, all right, Gal Gadot's a human. The Shaws are what we like to call in the Marvel universe. Uh, <laughs> what's that? Uh, not immortals, but uh, inhumans. There you yeah. go. So, so, but I'm that's only, it.
1: There's very few uh, humans in this
2: franchise. It. you got
1: Han. He's apparently a human. unless some unless Jason Statham has some sort of kryptonite or something right. that could come out in one of these movies. I wouldn't be shocked. Even though I read that Han may come back,
2: <laughs> I mean, is he gonna karate kick his way back onto the screen? Yeah, I don't know nice. how he's gonna do it. I'd rather, nah, I'd rather see Han. I, I know,
1: well. I know what they could do. They're gonna probably take a gong and some bonsai trees to his gravesite and do the ancient <laughs> ritual, beat the gong, and then he's gonna float up out the grave. <laughs> Uh, and a better and a better fortune cookies.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say a better rice, but either one works. Uh, so he's to then he's gonna come back with like what if his coffin was shaped like a fortune cookie? <laughs> <laughs> You know, how, like when you deliver packages that are kind of fragile, you gotta put like some uh-huh. paper in it to, <laughs> to cushion the blows. But <laughs> they was lowering them into the ground. They put a bunch of fortune cookies, uh-huh. paper for fortune I had a Chinese food box. <laughs> 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 they really should they should did that. that. should be a part of the Asian culture. Uh-huh. So the bodies ain't bumping around while you driving it into the into the dirt. Put some rice and some fortune cookie papers in there to cushion the blows.
1: Dang, have a little piece of the paper uh, hanging out the coffin. Snatch that bad boy. Lucky numbers are
2: 12 th- 37. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're gonna take that. That's gonna be a, hey. the next Chinese New Year. They're gonna uh-huh. implement that. They're gonna do that. They're gonna have their Chinese box kites flying <laughs> in the sky <laughs> like lanterns, while they play kuba uh, in the two strings every day. You know, like when you go like the dentist or the eye doctor, they got like a little kids movie playing. Uh-huh. You go uh, over there, they got a bunch of kung <laughs> fu pandas hey. and. Some Kubo's, <laughs> some ghosts in the shells. <laughs> what was
1: that? Gundam or something? Gundam suit, whatever. whatever that
2: Gundam was. Wings. Gundam wings sounds crazy. <laughs> was that what it was called? I don't, I don't think it's called my is Gundam Wings and Gundam Dragon. Gun. What is Gundam <laughs> Rat? <laughs> and yeah, Zoids.
1: Yeah, Tinchy Munio. <laughs> Along with Sailor Moon and Tenshi Muneo was Going back to back Yeah, Inuyasha <laughs> oh, this is Mobile Suit Gundam That's what it was called <laughs>
0: That's
1: how an action packed. <laughs> Anyways, we're 17 minutes in And we're talking about anime shows <laughs> Already, that's 17 minutes flew. <laughs> Alright, let me wrap this one okay, up we should start wrapping up the podcast right right now <laughs> Of course, we gotta do a Bane impressions oh, yep. Talk about
2: reality shows Last episode we talked about NBA Two K for some time. Speaking of the last last episode, I didn't. I forgot to listen to it, so there will be no past episode reflections on this episode. I'll have guess. to guess nonsense. <laughs> but uh, so wrapping up Fast and Furious Six, great um, plane scene. You already know plane catches on fire. Who tries to escape the plane on fire? Dom. Uh huh. Thought he, thought he didn't make it. Everybody was like, "Oh dang!" But. <laughs> Nah, you must not know who this fella is. He comes out, beat her all, dirtied up a little bit with the little briefcase or whatever in his hand. He's fine. (laughs) So this was um, a great entry to the franchise. It was my favorite of the franchise until a little movie by the name of Furious 7 dropped. Mm -hmm. Took the action to a whole other level. Had a great villain in Jason Statham. This was a Jason Statham. Everybody wanted. When back when he was rising to action star level yeah. and he decided to make a bunch of C-level action movies <laughs> and kill his star but this is where he finally sh- shined the brightest he was an ultimate pest mm-hmm. because the way they had two villains in the movie absolutely but he was still dope his action scenes were sweet him going against Dwayne Johnson was dope him fighting uh, Dom at the end with their lightsaber esque wrench and car part yeah, battle. When, when he stomped the ground and
1: split it. <laughs> yeah, this that's what he is crazy. <laughs>
2: Diesel Sludge, <slowed his laughs> superhuman strength. <laughs> uh what else do we have here there is uh the the caucus mountain chase scene was dope this was where paul walker was going to finally reach action star status yeah because his fight with tony ja and then him escaping the falling off that a cliff was, yeah, bus
1: running up the bus was real sweet
2: all <laughs> oh, for it to
1: never be seen for again for him to try to do that stuff in real life yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, he was. Them stunts got to him. Yeah, He's like, I, I can hang. whip this car hundred plus miles while I run to a tree and walk away, like Vin Diesel did at the end of this scene yeah. where he he said to Natalia Emmanuel, whatever her character's name was, <laughs> Ramsey, I believe, told her to put her helmet on. Uh huh. As he him. proceeded
1: not to put nothing on,
2: <laughs> and he, he spins around in the car, flies off the cliff, suicide. <laughs> he committed. Suicide. <laughs> what cracks me about that scene is the fact. Not long after he jumps off the cliff, the car immediately smashes into a big boulder on the cliff, destroys the car, then shows the car ricochet down, cli- uh, down the cliff even more, destroying itself, all for it to be in complete pieces by the time they get to the bottom. And he walks away unscathed. <laughs> so I was like, why does she need her helmet on? Uh, what else do we have with the hilarious scene where uh dom and owen or what their deckard shaw are lined up face to face in their cars they think they they think the smart thing to do here is slam (laughs) them run straight into each other destroying their cars who gets out the car unscathed Deckard Shaw, no scratches. He doesn't even like crick his neck or anything. This is where Vin Diesel shows his humanness because he comes out the car, no scratches, but he has to like adjust his neck because he's in some sort of pain. Oh, man. That wouldn't be the first time that happened or the, the last time that happened because again, during their last battle, uh-huh. they decide right to... back. <laughs> the first time worked to a charm. Let's do it again.
1: First of all, they were trying to kill each other one of them was going to commit a murder (laughs) that was their goals are to kill each other that is nuts (laughs) illegal streetcar racing all the way up to we
2: kill people murder yeah and Vin Diesel even referenced that in the movie he said my family's a lot of things but they ain't killers he tries to go without them but Paul Walker does he like Nah, Playboy, you ain't going without me. We're going to catch this body together. Because uh-huh. they were like, we already beat the police. We already fled yeah, the scene. They
1: de- <laughs> destroyed the freeway, <laughs> robbing a bank.
2: Yeah, they had a safe crashing in the buildings. They were villains just a couple movies ago. Uh, I forget that. So <laughs> <That's, laughs> They kind of still are. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> the <only> we reason <laughs> rooting <written> for villains. <laughs> this is what a Suicide Squad was supposed to be. Yeah, but it failed.
2: Yeah. But... So, uh, what else do we have here? We got the great scene, because when you can't get the piece out of the car that you need, the only thing you can do is drive the car to the next tower that's right next to the tower that you're currently in. (laughs) So, that was an entertaining scene. Uh, Vin Diesel was in rare form with the cheesy one-liners here. (laughs) It was like, they were coming back to back. It was getting out of control. (laughs) Uh, Tyrese up what th- is this? When does this become Beautiful World <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I When does this become I love you <laughs> Now that there's no Paul Walker It's just gonna be All Vin Diesel lines Yeah Somebody's gonna step up I'm, I'm waiting to see Who I'm that is I'm assuming it's The Rock
1: or something Probably he But this will probably a, Be his last movie So He needs a side Vin Diesel needs a sidekick A legit one yeah, he Cause needs- they moved Tyrese
2: Over to Leader of that little crew <laughs> Leader of the funny crew <laughs> Yeah Leader of the goofballs <laughs> Yeah, speaking of him, he upped the humor up this time uh-huh. around. I was like, dang, every dude was doing joke after joke, so that was funny. And then we all come. I mean, besides the fact that also during the end of the movie where... He, the movie always got to end with Vin Diesel in a car trying to escape something. He tries to escape the who's so parking lot.
1: who's so big on family... He'll leave him in a
0: heartbeat.
2: Yeah, bye. He was trying to escape the parking lot that was crumbling. And he goes, he jumps his car off a big old piece of the parking lot to throw the bomb in the helicopter. You think he didn't get the bomb in there, but he was able to clip it to the helicopter. But his car ends up spearheading right into a piece of gravel or big old sheetrock. Where he should be dead, he had that one trickle of blood yeah, coming down. Yeah, the blood trickle came down his <laughs> forehead. And Paul Walker and uh, Michelle Rodriguez over fighting over who's going to revive him first. Oh, yeah. Then, of course, you know. That was,
1: was like, very, like, Harry Potter-esque way it could revive a human.
2: Yeah, by <laughs> words. He tried to do it the old natural way, CPR. She was like, I'm going to tell you I remember everything, and that's going to bring you back to life. That's crazy. And that's what worked. Then we all we come to the end of the movie. Paul Walker and his, or I'm sorry, Brian and his family on the beach. Everybody saying things is about you, to change. Friend, Vin Diesel proceeds I'll to walk off. They're like, "You ain't gonna say bye." I you he can't do it. It's been Pull up in the whip side by side with you, the CGI friend, taken from I'ma previous movie. About it. Paul then
1: Walker?
0: See you
2: again. Woo. And then they
1: split roads. That song. That's gets when me. I snatch my cup <laughs> up so I can leave the theater. So I can get whatever that was coming up, up to my throat out of it.
2: The... Oh, you he would think the first time, all right. The second time, okay. The third time, and it still hit me the same way. That is crazy. This, that's crazy. It's out of control.
1: Like, dang, he really dead. Not only dead in real life. Dead in this
2: franchise. Uh, why? Why <laughs> did that tree have to be there? hey hey that was that's very upsetting. He did Heath Ledger dead. Big uh, Katrina from whatever podcast ago was a big fan of him. I don't even know if I. I think I'm more mad that Paul Walker dead than Heath. Ledger. Yeah, because
1: Heath Ledger dead like a legend type. Yeah, name.
2: he's like Paul Walker yeah. wasn't done. He yeah. had some karate with guns he was, to do last. If I say he was on the incline.
1: He would have been a D.C. superhero at this mm-hmm. point. He would have
2: been Green Lantern. He would have been going down the bad D.C. path, uh-huh. which we're about to discuss in a second, but he would have been right
1: there. Who would have been in Suicide Squad? He would have played whatever, what's-his-name played. Who, uh, Rick Flag? Yeah.
2: He would have been on that glacier or on that ice with everybody else kicking torpedoes like soccer balls. Dang. Uh, uh, <laughs>
1: Hmm, perfect. We would have had to add a little, like, Scott, Scott Eastwood, Eastwood and stuff.
2: Who I read is pretty whack in the movie.
1: He's been whacking, is it three <laughs> movies, movies now?
2: <laughs> I don't like him, but, I mean, I guess it's...
1: I, I was watching him on Live with Kelly, because there's she no... She still has no co-hosts? It's just her. I believe they completely oh, they, changed it to... She has little sidekicks come on each episode. I was about to say, they didn't got rid of the celebrity guest hosts? Yeah, they still have those, oh, okay. but... I don't think they're searching any
2: longer That's gonna get pretty difficult They've been doing it much longer than I thought they would be able to It's been like two years (laughs) (laughs) They've been having people host for like a full week Like Chris Hartwick
1: Hartwick, A.k.a. Mr. Five or Six Shows I believe Chris Hartwick No, he's hosted At Midnight Talking Dead Talking with Chris Hartwick The Wall uh, oh, he did the wall. That was yeah. him.
2: Then he has a fifth show coming on NBC. I think. See, now they're reaching. Now that's when you start. gosh ah, when you start getting the Chris Hardwicks, the people like who that.
0: Well, he <laughs> I got shows. Has
1: five shows, and, and then I
2: still barely know who he is.
1: Who? What else do they? Who they have. I don't even remember, but we was talking about Scott Eastwood. He was boring on there. <laughs> he was real bad. They were, they had to. It was so obvious to them setting up his stories. His very boring stories. He, he don't know how to give. How'd that. you like filming this movie? Where'd you film it at? And he was telling boring stories. They asked him about him skydiving or something. I was
2: like, oh my gosh, get I, him off the stage. Like, tell us funny stories about your dad. Hey, rather hear that than your. Is he
1: real cranky? You're boring life. <laughs> Dang.
2: But yeah, so those are the two movies I watched. Um, ran into a mishap with my Furious 7 Blu-ray. Long story short, it's going to need to be replaced, and that's very disappointing. <laughs> but, you know, anywho, like I said, moving on, I don't have any past episode reflections because forgot to listen to this episode. I was too busy uh, finishing up 13 Reasons Why. Um, So let's move on to the topics for this episode. I think we really only have like two big main joints mm-hmm. so I'll go ahead and start out with the first or the first thing big news we want to talk about dealing with uh, the latest DC rumor shenanigans that we got going on Ugh. so uh, try to sum this up there's a rumor going around uh, from DCU leaks on this little reddit page on the 4chan message boards saying first up there's gonna be four Batman related movies <laughs> coming in 2019 oh, man. starting with Gotham City Sirens coming Valentine's Day, uh-huh. Nightwing coming on Memorial Day uh-huh. Batgirl coming in August, all to be led up to the Batman movie coming in November <laughs> which this I guess that year would be the 80th anniversary of Batman, Why 80 is like a big number they might want to focus on is <laughs> very odd. Speaking of the Batman movie, there's a rumor that Deathstroke will no longer be the main villain. It's- I know <laughs> Joe Magnella or whatever his name is is heated. He's done was like, I don't even, don't even put me in the movie at all. If that's the Waste case, it's
1: time. That was like the hero that
2: it was most fitting for him. He was perfect ex- for him. He was excited. He was talking about it. He was go- He's probably reviews. gonna do a good job. Mm-hmm. He was doing screen tests. <laughs> he was. He probably. Uh, he had to get a. I'm pretty sure he had to get in a specific shape for the role, and he was probably turned down other offers because he had this going on. Uh-huh. But they're saying Matt Reeves came in and he wants to do a larger scale Batman film. That will include uh. other parts of the Batman family and uh, other more uh, famous rogues in the Batman gallery. So basically, he just wants to make his own Batman movie, make it more uh, generic-esque. Mm-hmm. But if that rumor is true, first of all, we'll just start with this set of the rumors. If those rumors is true. How do you feel about four of those, or four Batman-related movies coming in one year, which would be that's, a record.
1: That's too many. I not even. I wouldn't have faith in them doing four movies in a year, let yeah. alone all being the Batman realm. I think that's a. I think this is a
2: lie. They could do three if they forced it. Like the first one, Gotham City Sirens, I can see coming out in Valentine's Day. Yeah, as much females, I can picture hearts and stuff, and a, some sort of uh, they force some sort of not their love story, Nightwing. Could y'all please set up some stuff in the universe
1: first before we just get a Nightwing oh. movie? Because then in the Nightwing movie, it's going to take about an hour to explain who he is, his history with Batman, and all that. And that
2: doesn't feel like a Memorial Day film. That's going to be Nah, great. that's a
1: January.
2: <laughs> I give that about. That's saw August, March. Yeah, you got to pick Octoberish film. Put that around some stuff that. Ain't gonna an yeah, that's, that's, that's after
1: summer movie. Yeah. But before the holidays. <laughs> 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 <Yes>. September
2: <laughs> Not November. November, yeah, December before holidays. Is, yeah, when the big movies start coming out. Memorial that's when, Memorial Day is right around you're still gonna be getting the the leftovers from whatever Big Marvel movie come out around uh-huh. there. Or if Star Wars decide to switch it up and put something out in May. Like Han Solo might come out, which I doubt will be the case. Yeah. So a Nightwing movie. You asking that movie to make about twenty, thirty million. Nightwing
1: dollars. movie sounds along the lines of a
2: gambit movie. Yeah, never get made. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Switching it up, which one of these four movies you has the least likely chance of getting made? All Gotham right, so to, we have Gotham City Sirens Nightwing. Nightwing. Uh Batgirl. Batgirl. <laughs> and the Batman. Oh, it's, not, it's, it's, it's Nightwing
1: <laughs> with the least amount of chances because Gotham City Sirens seems like it's good to go. Yeah, uh, Josh Wheaton ain't gonna let that go. Let Batgirl not get made. Yeah, I don't know Batman because <laughs> Ben Aff- Ben Affleck truly looks dead behind the eyes. <laughs> like he, he he, he true and I when I watch that Justice League trailer again. I'm like. I don't like this. But say he doesn't look like he's having a good time. He looks like he's phoning it in. <laughs> They're gonna. He need, he should have did a good job and then got out. Cause not only is he gonna leave the franchise, he's gonna get blasted for this it's poor looking performance he's putting in.
2: the way like the way he plays him, like, he it feels like sad. It feels different than it felt in like Batman versus Superman. Cause he got a lot more anger in there. So yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah. there was some sort of emotion This he looks like a, robo- a sad it's, robot. sad robot. It's all stale delivery and <laughs> it looks pitiful. What's superpower?
1: I'm rich. Oh, good one. That was a great one, <laughs> Ben. Great one. Especially Spot on delivery. They,
2: they used that line in Iron Man, by the way. So. <laughs> this is DC trying to do what? Trying to take pieces of Marvel and not take pieces of Marvel at the same time by trying to be better. They are They're failing. Miserably. Marvel is 14 movies deep and they took their
1: time. <laughs> they mapped it out. Man. They fell into the schedule. The
2: only thing that's throwing them off is TV shows
1: mm-hmm. on that's not the only Netflix issues. side of things. Or I actually, wish they could just force themselves to combine all that stuff. They can. They. I don't know what their problem is. It could be small cameos here and there. It
2: doesn't have to be mm-hmm. like full Just in Infinity
1: Wars, show that there's lower level
2: people battling to save the yeah. Earth too. You can Real show, fast. Let's say you can show like in Spider-Man, even though the Netflix shows are going to be different in tone. Mm-hmm. You can show like a blind Matt Murdock yeah, just tapping a level. stick up and down the street. At least. Newspaper article.
1: Yeah, I'll take that. He pulls up a newspaper article. The man without fear or whatever is on there.
2: Yeah, and Spider-Man says something like, see, this is this is what I want to do for my city. I want to protect such and such, blah, zay, yeah, blah. I would feel satisfied. Dang, and then... With and then and,
1: and, and Black
2: Panther, say something about Luke Cage just because he's hey, but. black. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Avengers, all you got to do is bring Coulson back. They cannot go past the Infinity Wars without mentioning the fact that, oh, yeah, He's still alive. The guy that brought y'all together in the first one. Yeah, that's all right. Is, he's not dead after he's all. Not been in it. Nick Fury has been incognito <laughs> as well. Yeah, uh, that's probably making Nick Fury mad. He's still figuring out, of all, y'all finally put together an all-black cast, and y'all don't ask you know, me to come along? I hope he's in it to make him join the Avengers. Something. Yeah, do, do something. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he got to be in it. Ryan Coogler is smart enough to know. Okay. so we get we all we get off track onto a good franchise let's get back to a more miserable one <laughs> so you said uh, you see Nightwing getting uh, the one least likely to get made yeah edging over Batman at Nightwing this one for me, oh, this is tough cause each one of them have something good and something bad going for it cause uh, what's his name what is his name what's the dude doing Nightwing again it's the dude who It's not Wait is it uh, Dude who wrote Big Short Adam McKay Is he doing it? He's doing one of, Or is one, he writing something, something? I mean, He's doing something Now I gotta look that up Cause he has a good show Or a good uh, Director or something Going for that Bad girl got Josh Whedon Josh Whedon should be able To get a movie made If he actually Continues to keep the job I'm going to go on a limb and I'm going to say it's the Batman. The, it was Chris McKay, I think. Oh, uh, Chris McKay. From okay. uh,
1: Lego Batman and all that. Okay, there you go.
2: I'm going to go out on the limb and say the Batman. Because <laughs> everything is tumbling downhill. <laughs> Won't be surprised if in like a month or two Matt Reeves drops out. hmm So, yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. But I definitely don't see... Of all those... If, if I had to pick two of those movies to come out, it's definitely Gotham City Sirens... And and then I would Then I would still say I would then say The Batman as well But Well that's a That's a tricky one To deal with uh-huh. But alright Moving on To uh, More Batman related news uh, They got two animated films They said coming out In 2019 One will adapt The Long Halloween I'm a little off the uh, Animated film train Cause <laughs> The whatever That last one Put a little Nasty taste yeah, in my mouth killing joke Yeah Let's see. More DC news. Grant Wilson might be the villain for the Nightwing movie. I honestly have no clue who that is. Yeah. Um,
1: Just real quick. I pulled up this from last month. They had five or six actors who could play Nightwing. They went ahead and had people of all races on here. So I'll just read this real quick. You had. Hold on. All right. One second. All right, so we start off. We got Taron Gadgerton.
2: Okay.
1: So, of course, from Kingsman and Eddie the Eagle, whatever that movie's called. Yep. They got him on there. They have Steven Yeun, a.k.a. Nope. Glenn from The Walking Dead. No, thank you. <laughs> they have Andrew Garfield. He will He won't do it. <laughs> Then, next, they have
2: (laughs) John Boyega. (laughs) No. (laughs) That's getting getting out of control. They want him to play Dick Grayson. Being black aside, that is getting out of control. They have Adam Driver. Nah, because that feels very old. He feels very old for that role.
1: And Dev Patel. No, thank you. Which I came up with when they talked about the live action Latin movie. Like, Damn. just get Death Patel and the Pinto. <laughs> call <laughs> it just a day. They get a in there too. <laughs> That <laughs> is Aladdin perfect. Aladdin edition. That will be perfect. If someone takes my idea, yeah, you know, I'm
2: suing. Aladdin probably. Let me ain't. two white people. <laughs> or go people with some sort of tans where you're not exactly yeah. sure if they're black or white. Let me
1: Latin. See, now I'm on this kick of... Who's playing who they want? Oh
2: all right. mm. Yeah, but I would take uh Mr. Uh, Edgerton. I guess I he's kinda short and <laughs> I prefer. He can wear high heels. <laughs> Put some heels in his little costume. Alright. Let's just see. Alright, we can keep going until I find. Alright. Um so that's the Batman news, moving on to other DC-related news, uh, where it is Suicide Squad 2 or Dark Universe will most likely be taking the Aquaman release date. Speaking of Suicide Squad 2, Sam Mel Gibson is no longer the front-runner to direct the movie. It is now Jume uh, Colette Seda, I don't know who that is, I, actually I can't remember what movie did. and Ruben... Fletcher, who, if I'm not mistaken, yep. did he do Gangster Squad too? Yeah. yeah. They're the two top candidates. Uh, the script is currently being written by uh, David Ayer. And here's where the movie takes a downturn. Killer Frost will be, t- be the new female lead to replace Harley Quinn. No one necessarily knows <laughs> who Killer Frost is. This is a movie that will in turn be Will Smith in... Suicide Squad 2, and then it'll have your other people's names. insane. (laughs) Why did... (laughs) If this is true, gotta put that actress there, if this is true, why would they take away one of the main people that was one of the positives from the film, give her another team movie that she can, I guess... Lead when she kind of helped lead this movie and then replace, not have a real good replacement for her. That is crazy. Lord Jesus. Like, y'all just... Will Smith must be, in y'all's ears, like, I want to lead this movie. <laughs> like, no offense to Margot Robbie, and we're friends, but this is my this is my franchise. Is. <laughs> I, I hope that one of all is That's crazy. a lie. And I don't even see, like... So between Suicide Squad 2 and Dark Universe, which one you think is going to get made first? <sighs> Dark Universe finally got a, di- a director again. <laughs> and what is it? Uh, How sad is Dunn-
1: that, that? Every movie that they do, they finally got their new director for it.
2: Because they have problems. <laughs> Something going on behind the scenes that is nuts. I guess
1: Suicide Squad 2, Dark... Uh, that's That's too
2: hard to... I don't so, want a Suicide Squad too. Nope What are y'all gonna show me? I don't wanna see the Joker anymore I'm over I Jared Taylor's Joker Yeah, he ruined that Y'all really might as well just do a What's his name? A solo Deadshot movie Or let Will Smith play somebody else <laughs> yeah,
0: like,
2: That's my preference And then make no mention of it Just move <laughs> on like everything's fine I still am under the assumption that Dark Universe ain't getting made And if yeah. it is, it's gonna be one of their low budget joints <laughs> It's gonna be whack all right. What else? They say the Dark Universe script is going through its final rewrites right now. Guillermo del Toro's O treatment is used as a basis. It's getting rewritten to connect the universes. They say if Doug Lyman is ready, it could start filming as early as the summertime. Doubt it. Uh, then they said there's four movie plans for 2020. Warner Brothers wants to do like two low budget, smaller scale joints, and then two big budget, large scale films. Uh, Jonathan Levine is in talks to direct The Flash He would be like the millionth director to jump on that <laughs> That's most likely to release in 2020 Matthew Vaughn will most likely re- uh, write Man of Still sequel If he decides to direct the film Now for, for First of all, y'all got four alleged movies coming out in 2019 That's gonna fail mm-hmm. So then, in turn, that's gonna cause your 2020 movies to fail now, which one of the movies in development can you see being, uh, or what two movies that are in development can you see being the the low-budget, smaller-scale joints?
1: I have to. Oof. I really don't see. I guess uh, Dark Universe or whatever they're calling that. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't picture, I really, I picture them, I can picture them blowing their money on all of it.
2: <laughs> Probably. $600 million budgets. <laughs> Making their money back with like an average of 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's pretty difficult because they can't do the Flash because that, y'all try to make the Flash cheaper just be the TV show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it ain't gonna be Green Lantern because Green Lantern is gonna be all CGI, except for hopefully not the suit again. Yeah. Uh, suicide of
1: CGI, getting another good look on the fifty a uh, fifty inch TV of cyborg CGI in Justice League is outrageous. <laughs> 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 he looks bad, and they could have made him humongous if they were gonna CGI him. No. Like big, like the cartoon
2: cyborg. <laughs> no. Like, he's going to be normal Thin. size. <laughs> yeah, he really, his armor do got like a little thinning to it, which is very odd. Yeah, that's weird. And he's basically like Iron Man, sir. So. Yeah, yeah, but a not cool version. <laughs> One that'll actually, uh, Iron Man actually got movies. Uh, just mm. imagine if Cyborg was like, had the Iron Man success. <laughs> and then That'll be alright What's his name Fella's as big as Robert Downey junior we asking For like 20 million dollars <laughs> For a Justice League movie While the Ben Affleck Is getting paid Like eight Man That but,
1: DC talk Made me yawn
2: Yeah they're exhausting Like Matthew Vaughn Doing Man of Steel Probably be sweet Jonathan Levine That'll probably be Just a a uh, forgettable Flash movie. Uh-huh. I don't know, like what low budget movie they're talking about, unless they like taking a spin off of a character and like you know getting all gritty into the, get the street level view of everything. But yeah, that's just a bunch of DC nonsense that is sweeping the the internet waves, the internet streets right now. Last thing, any what what one of those rumors makes you the most mad? Like, like, that's just ridiculous if they actually do set out and try to do that.
1: I mean, four movies in a single year of those movies. <laughs> They're
2: gonna, they gonna try. I will be All sp-
1: of their rumors are very disgusting.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> not a... The only thing I like is if Ma- Matthew Vaughn actually does Man of Steel. Even
1: that, I don't really... That makes me picture it more like (laughs) karate-ish, like martial arts-type moves.
2: If Superman started doing martial arts moves. That would look crazy. Lord Jesus. Oh, man. All right, so that's, you know, we we always got a good dose of DC news that drops Uh every single week. So I'm interested in seeing what happens over the next couple weeks because it's definitely going to be something. All right, moving on to our next big topic over the past or this past week we had the 2017 movie <laughs> and now added TV, TV. awards the nominations for that dropped so usually it's like you know it's the it's just the MTV movie awards but this year for some odd reason they decided to throw TV into the mix and not just not give them their own separate categories yeah, smash them all together yeah, like they're the same thing so now in a majority of the categories you have TV nominations and you have movie nominations, all smack dab into one that you can vote for. So, like we have done previously with the Oscars and the Golden Globes, where we make we each give our prediction for each category, and the person who has the most correct predictions once the show has came and passed get the choice of a nice little cheap movie of our choice so we're going to do that once again here this one might be the hardest one because there ain't no telling what you millennials out there who watch mtv gonna vote for there's there's no shoe in for these categories then when you sprinkle in tv awards you just you make it a complete surprise (laughs) so i'll give them that when the the award ceremony actually shows and we're just sitting down watching it It's going to be another, it's going to be a surprise to see what name comes out as the winner for each category. So we have, I believe, 16 different categories. (sighs) So we're going to start at the bottom. Uh, Let me pull up. Uh, I'm going to just put this on my phone. Which is easier my phone. Nah, I'm doing my computer. I'm over here deciding how I should write this down. I right, no. All right, so we have for the first category we're gonna be doing is best fight against the system. I don't if uh, if you want me to try to explain what this category means. I guess it means some sort of uh, the movie or or TV show deals mm-hmm. with a uh, topic of racism or maybe computers. Of some sorts, I'm guessing Based on one of these nominees <laughs> But your nominees are Get Out mm-hmm. Hidden Figures mm-hmm. Loving Luke Cage And Mr. Robot So who do you got For best fight against the system Alright So run it back We got We got Get Out Get Out Hidden Figures Hidden Figures loving Mm -hmm, not that one (laughs) luke Cage and mr robot
1: two tv shows three Mm -hmm. movies yep i'm gonna go
2: with get out all right so you're going with get out this one i'm putting in between get out and hidden figures his hidden Figures was a little a smash at the box office, more surprisingly. Mm-hmm, as hmm Superhero was, movie. <laughs> yep, a, a fictional superhero movie. <laughs> as was Get Out. <sighs> so if I had to make a choice between the two, I have, I'm going to have to go with Get Out as well. Definitely not loving. If anything gets zero votes, it is That's loving. That's outrageous.
1: That best. <laughs> I
2: know no one who watches MTV... Besides me, have seen <laughs> that movie, and I know even even if they did see it, they're not gonna like it. Yeah. Cause I barely liked it. It was very boring. <laughs> but God. I just I really wanna know what they be thinking of when they be coming up with some of these categories yeah. and some of these nominees. They could have stopped at four. Cause I feel like not every one of these has five nominees. Yeah. They four. <laughs> so. I just, oh man. Or they could have just not had that category. But you know whatever. All right, moving on to the next category I feel like I'm going to have to try to explain. We have Best American Story. What does that mean? First, let me give you nominees. We got Blackish, uh-huh. TV show. Uh-huh. Fresh off the Boat, TV show. Uh-huh. Jane the Virgin, TV show.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Mulai, movie. And Transparent, TV show. Four TV shows, one movie. So, uh, best American story, I guess is. Minority stories. Yep. Anything that deals with (laughs) minorities of some sort. So, who you got for best American story? I'm going to go with Moonlight.
1: All right. Seems like young people would want to watch a sand rub. All right. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: whatever the kids is calling that movie <laughs> All right, by the so. way I finally found that Latin article after let's see we've been doing this for 52 minutes mm-hmm. i probably been what
0: do- <laughs> <laughs> golly I've
1: probably been looking for this article for 20 minutes so brief interruption like I always do of what the main <laughs> segment is they had as the sultan for one you gotta really think hard about who these cartoon characters are in Latin. They had Syed Batteria. I don't know who that is. I think he's on, like, Game of Thrones or something. Yeah, I don't know who that is. As Jafar, you had Shane Taub. He's from, like, uh, Lord of the Rings, maybe. Lord Jesus. For Igo, who's the parrot that Gilbert Gottfried does the voice of. (laughs) They had Kevin Hart.
0: Man, you could just get Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, I'm
1: pretty sure he
2: was dying to do
1: it. For Aladdin. Rami Malek, gave okay, Mr. Robot.
2: I mean, what is he? He's I don't know not, what he is. He's not
1: Aladdin. He's also not Aladdin age. <laughs> this man is like 40.
2: Would you really want to see a love story with him in it as yeah, the lead? Is that. I right, Chen.
1: For Jasmine, they have... I just got to show you a picture of who they got Jasmine. The age... This character...
2: No. <laughs>
0: I mean, Who is I, that?
2: I, I've <laughs> seen her before. She is Necker
1: Zay. She's been on... Extant 24, Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. No. She's like forty looking. Yeah. And doesn't
2: look like her. For what that pairing would be atrocious. That ain't getting people that, out to the theater. They yeah, gotta get some youngsters. That her as Jasmine would cause fan fanboys or fangirls or Disney boys and Disney girls yeah. to go like extremely nuts. Then they have James Monroe Eagleheart.
1: Well oh, that is
2: <laughs> that's a very long name. That is a very long name.
1: <laughs> they got Shiva as Raja or whatever that lion's name is. Shiva is a lion from The Walking Dead. I mean a tiger. An actual tiger. <laughs> And this is how outrageous the article got. They got Curious George to play Abu. <laughs> and that's all that. I interrupted a long segment just to get that. So maybe that whole thing was
2: a joke. Because that girls girl to
1: play Jasmine. Yeah.
2: I hate when articles, they get you with the... That's a bad idea, but I guess. <laughs> then they hit you with the last one. like, uh-huh. okay, now you're just joking with me. <laughs> all right, so back to the best American story category. Who do you got as oh you picked Moonlight, that's yeah. right. You picked Moonlight. Myself, I'm gonna go with my first T V choice. I'm gonna go with blackish. I feel like Moonlight could that's easily right. win. But at the same time I feel like will it <laughs> will it I def I mean, this is MTV, so I you never know. Jane the Virgin might mess around and win. Yeah, I could
1: see that one actually <laughs> winning.
2: So, who, who knows? All right, moving on. We got Best Duo. you going to love this. No, <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Nice. Nah, I, I ain't had nothing up my sleeve. Nah. But first up, I know. we got For the Voice, Adam Levine, Blake Shelton. <laughs>
0: uh, this
2: is an odd award show. <laughs> for, for Get Out, you yeah. <laughs> have. Daniel Kaluuya Kaluuya I think that's pronounced his name And Lil Howery For Atlanta Now who you think it is You have LaKeith Stanfield And Brian Tyree Henry Okay <laughs> Not the star of the show <laughs> For Logan You have Hugh Jackman And Daphne Kane For Beauty Or Beauty and the Beast We have your boy Josh Gad And Luke Evans <laughs> hey. I would assume it was going to be Emma Watson and somebody. No. (laughs) Yeah, maybe like Dan Stevens and Emma Watson. Nah, Josh Gad, Luke Evans. And my favorite from Martha and Snoop's potluck dinner party. (laughs) Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg. So who do you... (laughs) Who do you got for best duo? Oh man! Mind you, we are already three categories in, and it went from five <laughs> nominees. It's like ten to six. <laughs> Why do they supposed right. to need that one extra? is beyond <laughs> cause me. Cause they're not gonna not let Martha and Snoop get into this. That's unnecessary. <laughs> y'all should y'all are real disrespectful. So y'all just take Atlanta off, cause <laughs> that's just rude. The uh, the voice I don't watch the voice. So of all the judges, are they the most? They have
1: ba- they riff each other the whole show. Okay. They d- sit two chairs apart though. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they sit next to each other.
2: So they better have some sort of camaraderie. Alright, all so right. who do
1: you got for best duo? I'm gonna keep the voice to the side right now, cause that could be an option. No to Martha and Snoop. No to Lakeith and Brian. Who was the other ones? No to Josh Gad and Luke Evans. (laughs) You
2: got Hugh Jackman and Daphne King for Logan. And uh, Daniel Kaluuya and Laurel Gosh. Who is your best duo? I I want to say them,
1: but I'm going to go Hugh Jackman and Daphne King. I was going to say Adam
2: Levine and Blake Shelton. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. But shockingly, I'm going to go with the same one you went as. Because I feel like everybody loves Hugh Jackman. And especially playing Wolverine. And Daphne King was a standout in the movie. The reason I went
1: that way is because I pictured her being the one person from the movie on the red carpet. Oh, the little girl. Let's She'll bring probably up be the stage. one person They lower the mic, give her the popcorn. Yeah. Is it still going to be a popcorn cup? I have no clue. If the TV show wins, they're going to give them a
2: TV show remote? I'm giving them, like, a, 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 bug, dinner. a, a, bug, or a bowl of chips. <laughs> yeah, I'm going yeah, to definitely have to side with you on that one and go with Hugh Jackman and Daphne King. I, I mean, this could easily go to Martha and Snoop. I can see them doing, like, a segment from their kitchen, a uh, pre-taped segment from <laughs> their kitchen, cooking up something related to movies and or TV shows. So, yeah, I'm going to go with um, Hugh Jackman and Daphne Kane. I should be able to type faster with one hand, <laughs> Daphne Kane. put that there. All right, moving on to the next category. We have next generation. Uh, There's makeup stuff. And so when you think of, like, next generation, do you think of, like, young people?
0: Yeah. Okay, we're Up
2: comers. Our, our first nominee, not young, I'm assuming, based off of her look, <laughs> we have Chrissy Metz, who I believe is from This Is Us, Big Girl. <laughs> They're going with just, like, the next stars,
1: man. Yeah. The- and I can't say that for her because... The times I've seen her not on the show, she was being (laughs) wheelchair. around. I thought she was losing weight. She was in a wheelchair.
2: I guess that's not happening. Does she stand on that show? Because the scenes I've
1: seen, she's been on the
2: couch. (laughs) Or was she playing the couch? (laughs) (laughs) I've seen her at the dinner table, sitting. Yeah, they saw what happened with Precious. I hope she lives to see the third
1: season of This Is Us or whatever that show's
2: called. I swear I read in on somewhere in her contract she had to lose weight because her character within the show loses weight. Well, so maybe I gotta look her up. I ain't too sure, but anyways, got Chrissy Metz, who I'm, I believe that is from This Is Us. Daniel Kaluuya, okay. Issa Rae, okay. Riz Ahmed, Riz Ahmed, and. Yara Shahidi. So, who do you got There's literally
1: (laughs) not the most amazing
2: options. (laughs) Who is your choice for next generation? I mean, they could, like, word it a little differently. Real quick, uh, Chrissy Metz is 36 years old. She's definitely up next.
1: She was also on American Horror Story Freak Show. Nah, that's too easy. Uh Um... Okay. I don't know why I can picture her winning it. She but they would have to put a handicap <laughs> ramp up there to roll her up. Um, <laughs> I can see young Daniel getting it. I don't feel like hearing his British accent. I'm going to go Yari Shahidi from Blackish. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, this is a tough one. Definitely not Issa Rae because I feel like. Her HBO fame ain't carried over to MTV yet I would personally want to give it to Riz Ahmed just cause he did Rogue One and Nightcrawler and has a very weird role right now on Girls <laughs> where he gets to or from one episode in that I've seen of this past season he got to look at a naked Lena Dunham body over and over again
1: I'd just like to show you a picture of uh, Chrissy Metz Sitting on the Ellen program. She
2: looked like she kinda pregnant. Nah. She looked like what a fat person would look like they was pregnant. And
1: then they have a before and after picture of her, so I'm guessing she did lose weight.
2: Yeek, she was. <laughs> she was a two-door refrigerator. <laughs> she, she was... <laughs> she needs to be uh, dangled in and out of her house in order to <laughs> leave. Because the front door is a no-no. Look at her build. And why she keep wearing these varsity jackets? <laughs> she, she used to uh, <laughs> play football. <laughs> that is not a good look for the big girl.
1: <laughs> she dressed in all black. This is not for the fan of
2: Elvis. <laughs> Lord. But, uh, these pictures, once again, she wrecked the scale. Yeah, she was, <laughs> they should do like a, a My 600 Pound Life Celebrity Edition.
1: When, when I saw the, like the first all the trailers for This Is and saw her and her husband character or whoever it is, I thought it was like
2: a parody on Mike and Molly. <laughs> they really do look like <laughs> Uh, I didn't even think that show would be as successful it is, but what do I know? Mm-hmm. But all right, it's so- huge, literally. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> but you say Yara? Once again, I'm gonna have to agree because no other options. I'm just trying, also trying to picture people walking up on stage and. Yep, that's the best bet. She seemed like she's gaining fame and popularity slowly but surely, and people like giving awards to like kids for some reason. I didn't know she was still, not still, but she's only 17 years old. Yeah,
1: I thought she was in like a teen, like 19, yeah,
2: 18, it, 19, 20 playing a kid. Definitely 19-ish. Nope. All right, so moving on uh, to the next category, we have tearjerker. Not best tearjerker or anything, just straight tearjerker. <laughs> and those of you who don't like things spoiled for you, this is a category you should stay away from you one of those people who, like I've been meaning to catch up on Game of Thrones but I ain't got to it yet but I'm gonna definitely do it before the new season come out this summer don't vote for this because up first we <laughs> have for Game of Thrones we have Hodor's death <laughs> and for next up we got Grey's Anatomy the death conversation whatever that means mm. moving on to some movies we have me before you where Will tells Louisa, he can't stay with her, AKA he chooses death. Uh, next up, we have Moonlight. Now, let me just—all the scenes in Moonlight. What scene would you classify as a tearjerker? None of them. <laughs> they make me
1: sad when the light-skinned
2: gay boy punched dark-skinned gay boy in the face. Nope. It's when Paula tells Chiron that she loves him. At the end of the movie where adult Chiron goes to see her at the rehab. That's the tearjerker. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and then, uh, this is us, Jack and Randall at karate. What goes on in that scene? I don't know. It doesn't sound too sad. But First of
1: all, y'all better show clips because I don't know <laughs> barely any of these yeah, scenes.
2: Those, that, uh, those explanations didn't help a thing.
1: At karate... I got to go with the one I know. <laughs> and that is? No, I was going to say Moonlight
2: just cause I know it, but why would that win? Go with Game of Thrones. All right, so you got Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> uh, really none of these seem like something like, yeah, that's that's definitely the shoe-in. Mm. I think it is Game of Thrones. That's difficult. Grey's Anatomy? No. Me Before You? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Moonlight? No. This is us. This has to be some serious sad karate scene. (laughs) So. Maybe he's a retarded boy and he finally breaks the wood and gets his black belt. Maybe. I mean, then this picture is a white man holding the head of a black child, so. I don't Uh, know. Maybe some race stuff goes on. So it is between Game of Thrones and Me Before You. Uh, This is a tough one i'm gonna, i might have to i really want to go with game of thrones but i kind of want to go with me before you game of thrones me before you game of thrones uh, me, difficult. Be, me before you didn't really have that like that romantic movie sticking power for me to want to vote for it but this is the mtv movie awards so there ain't no telling <laughs> but do i also picture the dude who played hodor walking up on the stage and actually speaking english <laughs> This has to be, like, one of the stuff they don't show. You know I'm going to go with me before you. Just on the simple fact, if they do show this on TV, I don't picture him going up there. <laughs> so I'm going to go yeah. with the surprise me before you. All right, next category, we got best hero. Your nominees, your six nominees are Felicity Jones <laughs> for Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Okay. Grant Gustin for The Flash Mike Coulter for Luke Cage Nope (laughs) Millie Bobby Brown for Stranger Things Uh, Stephen Amell for Arrow No, he's not getting it And Taraji P. Hansen for Hidden Figures Who is your vote for Best Hero? Not Mike Coulter
1: He's literally undeserving but <laughs> Even step on an MTV Movie Awards stage
2: Maybe a BT Awards stage He could
1: get him a nice little Centric, centric Soul Ooh. Train Award show.
2: For best black person With superpowers <laughs>
1: uh, I don't I'm leaning towards Millie Bobby Brown First of all Her name is outrageous <laughs>
2: <laughs> She looks like a boy <laughs> <laughs> Even when they were putting like the wig on her in the show and the dress, I mean, when I first saw little clips, I, mean, I thought that was a boy. Me too, and I still <laughs> thought it was a boy while watching the show. <laughs> she's a young lady. <laughs> That's gonna be awkward watching Godzilla and her. Wait, does she play a boy on the show? Nope. Uh-huh. She plays a freak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: on ESPN two at eight thirty on Thursday, she's on the WNBA draft. I'll pass. I saw two, not, not draft. One. One. TV. I know they've been doing that, but That's on, that should be on NBA TV. But I will give them
2: credit. Usually they do it day after the they national. Really, ch- yeah, I'm surprised. The the day, day after goes. the national championship. But I saw not one, but two girls declare for the draft. Not they graduated, and the next step is the pros. Oh, they left school early. <laughs> they must need that thirty thousand dollars. They need to pay these student
1: loans off after. Probably
2: five seasons at <laughs> WNBA basketball. Yeah, I know a bunch of them walk on. They ain't got a bunch of women basketball scholarships to be given out. That is crazy. Lord. But, all right, so you going with Millie Rock Brown? Yeah. I'm going to go with, think, once again, I'm going to have to go with the same thing. These, I feel like these kids are going to dominate oh, this little show. This little inclusion of TV about to ch- turn this into the Kids' Choice Awards or something. <laughs> All right, next up, we have Best Comedic Performance. Who are our nominees here? Once again, we got six of them joints. (laughs) We got Adam Devine for Workaholics. Okay. I I don't even know how you pronounce this girl's name. (laughs) Alana Glazer. Oh, yeah, Alana Glazer. Alana Glazer and and Abby Jacobson for Broad City.
1: For one award, both of them together.
2: Yep. So they just make
1: up any kind of roles for anything.
2: (laughs) Yep. We have uh, Lil Lil Rel Howery for Get Out. Seth MacFarlane, I'm assuming all his voice performances for Family Guy. (laughs) Will Arnett for the Lego Batman movie. And Seth Rogen for Sausage Party. My preference
1: would be for Seth Rogen to win... What I'm assuming is going to happen is Adam Devine is going to get it because he's there. He's oh, yeah, the he's, host. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, but, huh. yeah, I literally can't see any of these other people winning it. Yeah. Definitely not the Broad City Chicks. Even though that's the that's close to the fan base. Uh, definitely not Lil Rel Howery because he probably never even heard of the MTV Awards. Seth McFarlane for Family Guy. It just seems like that's too old. No Will Arnett. Yep, that's like I did last year. I was voting for Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart because they were hosting. Yep, gotta go Adam Devine. Once again, the same one. Adam <laughs> Devine for Best Comedic. How do I spell comedic? Best Comedic Performance. Oh, no, while wow, I'm just like abbreviate some of this. Alright, so you picked Adam Divine and I picked Adam Divine as... <sighs> not. See, this is why you should already have like the templates up. So you ain't gotta hear me over here typing. <laughs> right, copy. Paste Adam Divine. Alright, so for the next category We have Best actor in a show So here's where we decide to start Uh, splitting stuff up Yeah, We have Donald Glover for Atlanta Mm -hmm. Amelia Clark for Game of Thrones Chena Rodriguez for Jane the Virgin Jeffrey Dean Morgan for The Walking Dead Mandy Moore for This Is Us and Millie Bobby Brown for Stranger Things. So what actor or actress do you have winning this category? It is a difficult one. You got
1: Millie Bobby Brown. I also can see Donald Glover getting it. He surely wouldn't be there though. He's <laughs> <Staying> busy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oof. Yes, uh, Millie
1: Bobby Brown.
2: All right, Millie Bobby Brown. Two uh, I don't want to pick her. I want to switch it <laughs> with two trophies. Two
1: trophies. I'm going stick with her, I guess. All
2: right, yeah. This is a this is a tough one because this could go neither way for any of these people because <laughs> none of these people really stick out to me. But I'm leaning towards shockingly Jeffrey Dean Morgan. That's what I was
1: thinking that. Because then they can set him up to do a bad joke.
2: And him upstairs uh, or up on the stage bashing people's heads in.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Or Amelia Clark because Game of Thrones is I popular. that too. So I'm going to go between them two. Definitely not Mandy Moore because, nah. So we got Jeff or Amelia. I'm going to go with...
0: Uh,
2: this is hey, this is too tough. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia Clark, Jeffrey Dane. Amelia Clark or Jeffrey Dane. I'm gonna go with um G- Amelia Clark. This would be two victories for her, which I definitely don't see happening. So, <laughs> That's I'm right. struggling to pick mine. I already right, know I'm going wrong somewhere. All right. I, I literally can't say. I'm ch- I ain't changing it. I Because then I'll be thinking about it all day. <laughs> all right. Next up, we got Best Actor in a Movie. Once again, nominated, we got Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya. Okay. Kaluuya from Get Out. Emma Watson from Beauty and the Beast. Haley Steinfeld from The Edge of 17. Hugh Jackman for Logan. James McAvoy for Split. And Taraji P. Henson for Hidden Figures.
1: That's easy. Emma Watson.
0: I just have
1: a confident feeling.
2: All right, now. Definitely don't see Daniel winning. Emma? Nah, not Haley. Hugh Jackman? Yeah, I think it's between Hugh Jackman and Beauty and the Beast Girl. I'm going to go with, just to make it different, I'm going to go with Hugh Jackman. Okay. Because everybody loved them from Hugh Jackman, even though Beauty and the Beast is killing it. I'm going a, I'm to a just say maybe people going to put more of a face, Hugh Jackman, to being the reason why Logan was successful. But you, don't, you don't never know what these people are thinking. <laughs> so I got Hugh Jackman for me and Emma Watson for you. i take either one, so it really don't matter for my preference. Next up, uh, we got Best Reality Competition. Our five nominees here are America's Got Talent. hmm Master Chef Jr. Oh my gosh. RuPaul's Drag Race. The Bachelor and The Voice. Sorry, I already know you going with RuPaul. Nah. You just trying to tell me
1: what show you about to watch when you get home. Nah, one well, show I'ma watch is called Sleep. uh i I'ma go with The Voice. Alright. And I'm about to eat some chips, so those of you who don't like food being eaten on the podcast, prepare yourself, turn the volume down for a little crunchy, crunchy.
2: Give me three minutes. All right, for one, I think it's very odd that uh, Survivor's not on here. Maybe that's Mm -hmm. bad people's time.
1: You want to know what's even worse? The challenge. That's what i say. Like,
2: <laughs> This is on MTV. This is a chance for you to give your, your show some shine.
1: They don't even like their own shows. That's
2: pathetic. Oh, None of the gosh. actors
1: are nominated. We haven't got nobody from Scream. We haven't got nobody from that one show where they had the two uh, cosmetically challenged girls
2: being them. Oh, you hit those fighters. Is that show canceled? <laughs> I have no clue. Speaking of Scream, I read that if the show does go on, it will probably get rebooted.
0: <laughs> okay, just end it then. <laughs> That's
2: what I said. Like, You know what? Fine. I want the show to come back for a, a shocking third season. But if y'all are going to start a new story, <laughs> let it be. Just let it go. Because they just had a Halloween episode with the cash from the first two seasons. I have it on my DVR. I'm timing it. I ain't about to waste my hour uh-huh. or two hours if there ain't going to be no point. But So you went with the voice. I feel like the voice or America's got talent with the batch not a bachelor for old ladies
1: Tyra Banks is the new host of America's Got Talent
2: yeah so I was hoping for like a Marlon Wayans or something when I heard that rumor <laughs> I mean I don't watch show anyway so it don't matter but uh all right just to be a con- contrarian I'm gonna go with America's Got Talent I don't watch none of these shows <laughs> so and so I got America's Got Talent you got the voice I can see the voice easily winning though, because that uh-huh. feels like it's the most popular one. All right, next up we got Best Documentary. Oh,
1: oh Lord.
2: Gosh.
1: What kids <laughs> tuning in for a documentary?
2: All right, here we go. There's all these black documentaries. We got the 13th, uh. I Am Not Your Negro, OJ Made in America. This is a YouTube Red documentary. This is everything Gigi Gorgeous. Oh,
1: that's the... That's your type of documentary. Nah. About a boy turning into a girl.
2: Nah. And then last but not least, we got the Khalif Browder story.
1: First of all, y'all not showing this on TV. <laughs> Why disrespect those people, men and women, that worked hard on those films by handing them a popcorn bucket? Yeah, they're that's like... disrespectful.
2: What if somebody not named... the, the For the OJ documentary one, they're like... We lost the Oscar, then found out that the O.J. documentary is no longer going to be allowed yeah. to be nominated for Oscars because it was about seven, five to seven hours long uh-huh. and split up into parts, but we'll settle for this MTV slash TV award.
1: Who's voting on this?
2: I have this was online. Pe- pe- vo- yeah, I can, vote. I can vote for it right now. Oh I ain't. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, O.J.? Yeah, this is a simple one. OJ mm-hmm. for both of us, cause that seems like the more mainstream documentary. That's
1: ridiculous.
2: Watch the GG Gorgeous Story win, cause oh, yeah. the MTV people's racist. That's
1: the one to watch. <laughs> All
2: right, hopefully we don't see this category on TV. This is like the Rap Awards at the Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> they just sc- let it scroll on the bottom of the screen during the uh-huh. <laughs> the red carpet. All right, next up, we almost there. Best. Host, we have Ellen DeGeneres for okay. Ellen DeGeneres show, John Oliver for Last Week Tonight with John Oliver,
1: old, older demographic,
2: RuPaul for RuPaul's Drag Race, Samantha B for Full Frontal with Samantha B, and Trevor Noah for The Daily Show.
1: Nope, that is very easy. If <laughs> I say this, Ellen, is Ellen. DeGeneres.
2: <laughs> if this ain't Ellen, I don't know what y'all like. <laughs> Oh, you're over here telling me I'm watching Trevor Noah all the time. All right, so we got both going with Ellen DeGeneres. I'm going to just put Ellen because we all know there's only one Ellen. Speaking of Ellen, I saw a Finding Dory was like 13 bucks at buybacks. Yeah, right. I almost bought it, but nah. <laughs> Moving on, next category. We got Best Villain. First up, Allison Williams for Get Out. No. The Demi-Gorgon in Stranger Things, so you can almost bet that fake creature is going to stroll up on the stage <laughs> if it wins. Jared Leto for Suicide Squad. Oh, nope, But mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan for The Walking Dead. And this one that boggles my mind, Wes Bentley for American Story, Roanoke. He was not... Nowhere near the main villain in the show, nor was he memorable. (laughs) Kathy Bates was easily the most, not only the most memorable villain, the most memorable character from that season, but we're going to go Wes Bentley. So that just, y'all just, y'all lost me there. But who is your choice for best villain? I'm either going
1: Jeffrey Dean Morgan or, who was the first one? Allison Williams.
2: Who was the second one? A Demi Gorgon from Stranger Things. Third one? (laughs) Jared Leto. Oh,
1: yeah. It's between them two. Because for some odd reason, I could see Jared Leto getting it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that would be very unfortunate. But I'm going to go Jeffrey Dean Morgan. All right. Once again, we're agreeing here because he's probably the only, besides Allison Williams, the only worthy person winning it, and even though The Walking Dead has been dropping like it's hot when it comes to ratings, it's somehow still like one of the most popular cable shows, I ain't voting for a creature, not voting for Jared Leto, and I am not voting for somebody I barely remember was on that TV show, as in Wes Bentley, so I as well am voting for Jeffrey Dean Morgan. This is another category I would prefer not to see on TV. Alright, moving on, category I know you're excited about. Uh, we got Best Kiss.
0: kiss.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll save your nominee for last. Oh, uh, we got. <laughs> this
1: same nominee, you exceeded the amount of votes online, so you had to get handwritten letters, you sealed it with a kiss, and you sent it in to MTV.
2: First up, we got Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling for La La Land. Okay. That's a shoe They're in. Not going to be I there. should be a shoe in, but
1: Ryan Gosling may be there. I don't know why. I picture him up there, sweater with the tie under it.
2: <laughs> he should be busy getting ready for his little Neil Armstrong movie. Oh uh, yeah. Next up, we got Emma Watson and Dan Stevens in Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Did they kiss in that movie? I don't know why that seemed like something that didn't happen. Who did
1: Josh Gap kiss kissing that movie.
2: <laughs> he tried his hardest to kiss him some. Uh, <laughs> Whatever, Gaston. He surely was rubbing them shoulders. <laughs> next up, we got Taraji P. Henson and Terrence Howard and Empire. They Are they? Kiss on there? Let's say, I thought they were like divorced and enemies of some sort. First
1: of all, for some odd reason, picturing them kissing sounds disgusting. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they do a lot of stuff together, but I don't really want to see how do the smoochie smoochy. smoochy. And then next, we got Ed from Mike and Dave need Wedding Dates, <laughs> Zach F. Ryer and Anna Kendrick. Huh. <laughs> and last but not least Your choice Your choice from, I already said what you did <laughs> From Moonlight We got Ashton Sanders yeah And Jarrell Jerome I oh, are you <laughs> Why well, you say yuck Because be who you gonna be Love who you gonna love
1: I was just saying yuck Because two wouldn't be
2: my choices if Two fellas want to kiss on the beach It is more can- than
1: kiss on the beach
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well at this particular moment They're zeroing in on that one part they was doing the smooshy smooshy on the beach after they got done smoking a blunt <laughs> that's some real, <laughs> like real black thugs. stuff <laughs> so who is your choice for best kiss <sighs> all I know is no beast and no human better win cause if I'm not mistaken they kissed when uh, he was a beast but I've seen that movie twice and I'm still not 100% <laughs> sure <laughs> I'm gonna go with Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling that seems like it should be, but your
1: favorite
2: about, kiss. But so, But something about Mike and Dave need wedding days. They got Zac Efron. I can see it. I <laughs> and, can see them both being there. And Anna Kendrick's. But once I heard that rumor about people liking the Beast, as in not Dan Stevens, but the actual Beast himself, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Beauty and the Beast. Because, <laughs> but, but I'm rooting. For moonlight, we need equality. So nah, I don't, I don't know. Want,
1: um, <laughs> usually, people when best kiss go on stage and do the kiss again. Now we do
2: John. Nah, say. I nah. You want to see it because you like the the protests that come after all the little white moms who let their white kids watch the MTV movie and TV awards. Once these two black fellas go up there and like do some playful kissing, they're gonna be like, whoa, 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 whoa This ain't to say the time nor the place. So I got. I was about to call this "beast and Beauty. Beauty (laughs) and the Beast. And you got La La Land. Yep. All right. If I can write this down. All right, next category is Show of the Year. Goodness. Nominees for your your six nominees are Atlanta. Okay. Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. Insecure pretty little liars, which starts up this week stranger things and this is us
0: hmm
2: I just
1: got a feeling that this is us could win so I'm going with this is us
2: all right so you got this Chasing is it up you got this is us for show of the year or whatever this category is called me I'm feeling like it's either Game of Thrones or Stranger Things
0: mm-hmm.
2: Pretty Little Liars is overstated It's welcome for people I'm assuming <laughs> S- So since Stranger Things Was real popular I'm going to have to go with Stranger Things So you went, This is us And I got Stranger Things Watch like Insecure or something <laughs> Alright And last but not least We got Movie of the Year Your nominees, Beauty and the Beast, Get Out, Logan, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, The Edge of Seventeen. I just want to point out-
1: That's not winning.
2: (laughs) Three of these movies came out in the past two months. Two of those movies came out in 2016. (laughs) One of those movies by the name of Edge of Seventeen, I would never have guessed of all the movies that you could choose from, would have been nominated. Because if I'm not mistaken, Civil War was not nominated last year, because I believe The Avengers was. I could be wrong, but if I'm not mistaken, that's the case, and that is not nominated here. So I guess it's not good enough, or more memorable as Edge of Seventeen is. Yeah. But... Yeah, so what movie you got for movie of the year?
1: Alright, so I am go over one more time God, I gotta think this one out We got Beauty
2: and the Beast Okay Get Out Okay Logan Rogue One And Edge of Seventeen Why is Edge of
1: Seventeen?
2: I do not know <laughs> I'm going with Rogue One Alright, you're going with Rogue One as always, when it comes to Star Wars movies, that's always like a choice that you could stick out to you. But I feel like it didn't have like that uh, that Star Wars inter- not, not a, uh, overall appeal, even though it made a bunch of money. I'm gonna go with
1: Beauty and the Beast. That's what I was thinking about.
2: I feel like I feel like get out my surprise, but I'm gonna go with Beauty and the Beast, cause this is a, what have you done for me lately? It's in yeah. theaters right now, and people voting. So, and it's breaking a bunch of records. It's I think it's hit, it's one of the 15, or it's in the top 15 of uh, top grossing movies domestically. So I'm going to go Beauty and the Beast. Alright, so those are all the categories. Those are all the predictions. We got plenty of ones that are all the same, but it's really going to come down to those ones, those ones where we got the slight differences. But I guess we're going to, find out who takes home the this victory and who's going to get the movie of their choice come, what is it calling in like May? I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, I can't find the date. So, <laughs> oh, May 7th. we we'll okay. find out who wins on May 7th. So, around then we'll announce the winner of our competition and go over what shenanigans probably is going to ensue. I better win because I want another movie to put on my shelf that I ain't open yet. Yeah. <laughs> I need uh, I need a, a nice little old Jake Gyllenhaal movie, because i seen a couple at buybacks. I was like, should I buy uh, Love and Other Drugs? But I was like, nah. <laughs> All right. So you got anything else you want to touch on before we move on? Uh, I think that's it. All right. Just lastly, I mean, the Thor teaser trailer came out. Oh, uh, yeah. It just looks like we're going to get another entertaining Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. I'm still disappointed in the fact they changed the tone <laughs> from just that one little logo. I was expecting something dark, and the Avengers. I was when they were talking about they're teasing it. I was expecting something dark. In the trailer, they show dark things, uh-huh. but they play some nice rock music over it to that's what you re- got to do, re- Really drown it out. Um, but yeah so you say you have nothing else you wanna to touch on, yeah all right, so moving on to the punishment segment, I believe you got anybody you wanna get or put on punishment this week?
1: I would say whoever is the d c cinematic universe person, <laughs> <laughs> but I ain't got his name offhand, so yeah that let is,
2: him breathe all right yeah that is yeah that is a simple that's an easy one, but <laughs> I think it's about time to give it to I don't know if he's uh he might be a, I don't know if he's a, he a, nah, a multiple time culprit. But he's a, he's a well known name to the show. One one of the names that keeps the show afloat. His name is Miles Teller. <laughs> nah. He had to have a guy, Nick. <laughs> He didn't really do nothing big. Didn't he get it for the blonde hair? Yep. <laughs> You know, he got it for a petty reason, like having blonde hair one time, looking ridiculous. I still don't know why he had that blonde hair. No movie has shown from it. Nope. (laughs) But the reason he's getting punishment today, or putting put on punishment, is because he's looking like he's about to sign on to do this movie called Adrift, which is based on some true story about the massive storm, a woman finding herself alone in the sea, blah, 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 blah. But as who is in this movie that he is starring with. Once again, he decides it's okay to team up with Shailene Woodley. Oh, yeah. For another movie. Miles, stop bringing your negativity around her movies, which is then going to affect her career. Oh, man. Movies going to bomb or it's going to suck. And then people are going to look at her like, she can't carry no movie. It's because Miles freaking Teller keeps bringing his big nose <laughs> and his weird face <laughs> into these movies. Oh, man, they've done like a hundred movies together. It's getting out of control. She cannot <laughs> escape the doofuses. Next, we're going to get an announcement that Lane and your boy Ansel are going to do yet another movie together. I
1: can picture that. I can picture her being uh,
2: Baby Crashers. <laughs> Baby driver <laughs> Yeah she was She probably originally Was gonna be his girlfriend But she was like I had enough I cannot Every movie I do Cannot be with one of y'all This is just getting Out of when control When did we get that Joy Courtney Sorry, Oh really no. Her career has just been It's been just scattered With positivity and Then a slap of negativity Positivity Then <laughs> a slap of negativity I think it's just It's about time The Divergent crew All goes their separate ways They yeah, really need to because y'all pulled a historic stunt by dropping off the face of the earth and turning what was supposed to be a promising <laughs> movie franchise into something that might be a movie, a TV movie or a series. <laughs> so, oh, man. I'm not saying the movie won't be good. I'm not saying I haven't liked any of the movies that they've done before. The first one they did, I, on it, The Spectacular Now, I didn't love it like a lot of people did. It was cool, but I didn't love it. They were all right in the movie. But once again, I'm not a big fan of Miles Teller, and every time he's asked to leave movies, (laughs) I see flaws all over the place. I like Divergent. I like The Insurgent. I probably like them less now just because of the backlash the whole franchise as a whole has gotten. But I enjoy those movies. (laughs) But I do not want to see Miles Teller in a movie one of my faves anymore. Give me a break. He already brought Michael B. down with Fantastic Four. (laughs) I mean, Jesus Christ! What else are you gonna do? The awkward moment wasn't a hit. That has E and Michael B. I I mean, we already know that. We already talked about Divergent. I'm just. I'm just I mean, on a scale really of successful, would I rather have Ansel or Miles in a movie? Clearly, eight Miles. Yeah, because
1: if you think Miles look weird. Ansel looks weird too, Ansel, in a different
2: manner. Ansel had the Pacers jersey on with no shirt underneath.
1: <laughs> That's Ansel for
2: you. Speaking of jerseys, you know, like I showed you that one time that uh that fella with the the Celtics jersey over the long sleeve button up. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that <laughs> when I was watching at home. I had to take better pictures. So this is him. This is a side angle. <laughs> My dude got the Celtics jersey on over the dress shirt. (laughs) If y'all ain't seen Patriots Day, (laughs) Bobby Land got the the Celtics jersey over the button up. (laughs) He looked wild. It is a blue
1: button up. yeah, you got something jersey <laughs> on there. green something jersey It <laughs> <He> looks crazy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who picked <freaked> that out? <laughs> <laughs>
0: he looked nuts.
2: People oh, people don't know how to properly rock jerseys and <laughs> hoodies.
1: Oh, that made my stomach hurt. That's a
2: fact. Oh man. But yeah, so anyways, back to Miles. Dude had
0: please to- <laughs> <laughs>
2: There ain't nothing more Ooh, to be man. said. I just would wish you would stay away from people I like. So, Miles, tell your on punishment, sir. Go sit in the corner and stop following Shailene everywhere she goes, and stop infesting her promising career with your filth. Oh man, that was funny. All right, moving on to the Rotten Tomatoes game. The movie we need to resolve is Going in Style. So, just a reminder, I predicted a 41%, and you gave it a 35%. Going on Rotten Tomatoes right now, we're at... for the movie, it is sitting at a clean 45%. Ugh. Take another... So, the victory goes to me. That movie was almost right on the money with Las Vegas, because if I'm not mistake in Las Vegas was at like a 44. That's crazy. So that gives me a 7-5 lead. Things was looking real sketchy when I almost lost 3 in one week. (laughs) Lord Jesus. Alright, the next movie we got is Fate of the Furious. But for this week, um, the movie is The Circle. Okay. And that's with Box office queen Emma Watson uh-huh. and legend Tom Hanks and your boy, Mr. Weirdly Built Body himself,
0: John, John Boyega. Boyega.
2: <laughs> so, what percentage are you giving this movie?
1: I'm gonna go with a. Uh... This movie very be good. I can also see it being yeah. I can see it somewhere in between 13% and <laughs> but I'm going out on a limb 73% alright
2: you're going with 73% this one was a tough one for me as well I literally just came up with the number in my head and since this is one of those movies where it literally could go either way mhm I'm going to give it a 56%. Yeah. So somewhere right in the middle. I I feel like that's a little high, but that's what I'm going to go with. I could really see this movie having low numbers. Because when you have a movie that's like about something smart and you can't necessarily explain what the movie's about, you're kind of off to a bad start. But it could also be one of those smart movies that gets a good review, so
1: mm-hmm.
2: we're going to see. I
1: just pictured The Bling Ring got decent reviews, if I'm not mistaken.
2: I was, yeah, I was, that was an alright movie. I was, nah, I don't think I like that movie that much. I'm lying. <laughs> but, so I guess we'll resolve that in a couple weeks so that I know the week after The Fate and the Furious, which is next weekend, we're going to have a movie, and then it'll be The Circle. So, what is it, the Blu-ray segment now?
1: I, I never remember. I think but, so. Alright, so... Last week, we did Office Christmas Party, right? Yeah. Okay, so this week, uh, we got some big dogs. This week, we got Brimstone. Don't know what that is. <laughs> it got Guy Pearce and Dakota Fanning. Next, we got Hidden Figures.
2: That's more of a, that's a Mike Rent joint. It was It was a cool little movie. I liked it. It just wouldn't be something I necessarily want to watch multiple times. I don't, I don't need it, I don't need to own it or y'all gotta. There's other movies, somebody can buy me
1: Next we got Lion Starring Aladdin and Rooney Mara
2: <laughs> Still haven't seen that movie Even though it kept being in theaters Like it was screaming <laughs> for me to see it After that we got War on Everyone Don't know what that is
1: That's a movie where Did that even I'm trying to remember if I even I, I thought that wasn't out yet that's what Alexander Skarsgård and Michael
2: Pena, where Michael Pena plays a cop for the thirteenth time. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I didn't think that movie came out yet, but yeah, I haven't seen that joint yet.
1: When did this come out? Release date February third, April. G- you know, April eleventh is when it's coming out on.
2: <laughs> yeah, they just they gave that a theater. It made no money. I don't They're like, see all right, movie. Put it on and video. Then
1: monster trucks.
2: That is a definite. <laughs> I mean, I ain't seen the movie yet. I will watch it. That's what I I want to see it. So if you want to classify that as a rent, sure. But I'm going to see that movie. It's going to put a bad pit in my stomach with, what's his name? Uh, MacGyver? Yeah, because MacGyver is actually a good show. I'm all (laughs) caught up with that now. We
1: We should do that episode live on the podcast.
2: Watch crappy monster trucks. Never
1: mind, it's two hours and two minutes. That is... That is...
2: Very unnecessarily that
1: long It's longer than Lion It's Almost the same length of hidden figures It's <laughs> It's uh, Longer than The Founder Longer than Split Almost as long as La La Land It's l- <laughs> that, that, just, that news
2: alone just made me exhausted <laughs> I am literally My eyes got real heavy Oh man Monster Trucks being over an hour and a half is unnecessary. Two hours is outrageous. <laughs> that, is just, that is too long. I know I would have been napping in the theater if I saw it Long movies. Gone.
1: Don't let it have been around 6 o'clock to 10. <laughs> that would be gone. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's it for this week.
2: All right. I'm no surprised Rogue One didn't follow one of those one of these weeks cause uh, I, yeah. I just bought or I just got that on Blu-ray the other day
1: we must have didn't do an episode that week
2: alright you got anything else I hope I think what's next the movies we about to see yep cause I was about to forget so <laughs> what movie you plan on seeing before the next episode obviously
1: it's Fate of the Furious but like I always like to read off every now and then there is a animated feature that I have never heard of that is released Lord Jesus. This week is Spark a space tale, and tail and tail is spelled T A I L because obviously it's starring a monkey. Now, (laughs) (laughs) all sarcast. Lord. First of all, I'll read what this movie is about. Wait, hold on. This movie. All right. Thirteen years ago, the power mad General Zong seized control of Planet Banana.
2: Oh my um, gosh.
1: (laughs) Nope, I, I read it wrong. It's Banner. Uh, okay. <laughs> but this. I was Taren gets to say. pieces in the process, enters Spark and his friends, Chunk and Vix, who learn of Zong's plan to take over the universe. If Zong is able to harness the, the power of an ancient beast known as the Kraken, he'll have history's deadliest <laughs> weapon at his fingertips. And it's up to Spark and his friends to stop him. An action-packed space odyssey filled with humor and heart. Spark is the story of a boy who embarks on an epic adventure and in the process discover his rightful place in the universe. I literally had to stop my mouth from yawning. <sighs> it's a monkey, it's not a boy. Anyways. <laughs>
2: that movie is exhausting me. Playing Z- Spark
1: is Jason Norman. Who? And to round out this cast we have Jessica Bill. <laughs> why Susan Sarandon Jessica why Sir Patrick Stewart Okay never mind she's around good company then and Hillary Swank Huh So that that's the cast.
2: How in the world? And there's no promo for this movie. Susan
1: Sarandon's playing Banani. Which makes me think that it is Planet Banana. <laughs>
2: And now I'm back to oh my gosh. Let
1: me just give you a little picture of the type of animation look it has. How did this? How did this movie score such a decent cast? Here's the movie poster of Spark. was yeah. action packed. A space tale. It's Very action packed. Again, starring Jace Norman, Jessica Bill, Susan Sarandon, Patrick nope. Stewart, and Hilary Swank.
2: I don't like that Jace Norman part, but everything else sounds fine. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. No promotion on these movies It's like Rock Dog Lord Jesus Hey my, myself and Once oh, again we're heading towards two hours Lord Jesus <laughs>
2: Myself I don't even know why I stopped to think about it Definitely seeing The Fate of the Furious There, might, I might see another movie Before that like you know Something, something very boring Spark like, No, whatever that movie is with Chris Evans and that little girl. Oh, yeah. Or some movie called The Last Words. Or The Last Word, Something along the lines of that, but definitely going to see Fate of the Furious. Fate of the Furious. All right, if there's nothing else going on with this episode, this has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit, it is your boy, Leo Warshbaud, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bats, the third, a.k.a. Slim Nate, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Fresh J Nate, because I always keep on the fresh pair of J's, a.k.a. Nate Yawine, a.k.a. Belly Rollin, a.k.a. Ryan Balmain Jr., a.k.a. road Lee
1: man I need some theme music for when I, when I say my names.
2: Say my name, say my name. Woo. No one is around. Her. You say it know what? It Let me
1: get the I'm beautiful singing it. voice of Sway Lee. It's your man. This is Joaquin worth. aka Pusher K, aka Kai Dollar Sign. Party
2: next
1: door. My dude sound like Party Next Door. Okay. I'm I'm calling it now. Sway Lee will be a star <laughs> by the top of next
2: year. Unless he leaves his brother or whatever behind.
1: Anyways, Hello. I'm also known as... Hold on, stop
2: the presses. As we speak, <laughs> Darren Williams has 35 points.
1: When earlier I saw that he had <laughs> like 18 and one quarter. Yikes.
2: <laughs> well, we got a star. An old man star on this
1: team (laughs) Fossilman the Fitbit Messiah Terry Hightower Chevy K Chorus Cojo. Kayani and Taylor Joy Station Wagon K Chadwick Flossman And um You know what this is Woo Sweet Lady Mm, Yeah won't you be my, I'll
0: be my sweet love, love foe. for, oh. uh-huh. uh huh, yeah, All hey.
1: lifetime, a lifetime now, and I'll be there. I will be there for oh, when you. you need me? When you need me, I
2: just to call that. just to call, it me. Just call it me and receive me, man.
1: <sighs> and I took the winds <laughs> out of my sales.
2: <laughs> Sailboat, he said, winds oh. out of my
1: sails. Sailboat. I'm getting rid of my boat for a profit.
2: Yeah, that's over your head. That was garbage. Hat. Anywho, before we go on a streak of (laughs) your bad punchlines. Nah, my punchlines is fire. Who sucked?
1: You already know Mr. Punishment today himself, Miles Teller, sucks. Uh Uh-huh. Jai Courtney sucks. Uh Uh-huh. Theo James sucks. Uh Uh-huh. Alex Rose sucks. Uh Uh-huh. Nat Wolf sucks.
2: Uh Uh-huh. We got the king. Talk to him. The king is in the house. He pulled up at his baby driver whip.
1: Superman is in the building!
2: and so. Answer!
1: Elagort. Oh. <laughs> Sucks. He <is> so
2: <laughs> <loser. laughs> Alright, uh, right. you know,
1: y'all, he's got to end this off with the. Big homie. <laughs> what a year. You got to yeah. learn something. Yeah. Some I ain't know the words. You may see some shit. Uh huh. You can go anywhere. any hood. Yeah, they know me. Ooh, Bro, I forgot gold, all about red. that song. Listen to homies. <laughs> Boy, you look.